0: Everyone, it's Alexa.
1: I'm Catherine.
0: And we're the girls behind Tickets, please. And on today's episode, we're talking about season four of Dawson's Creek. So I meant to show you on our season three Dawson's Creek episode, but in honor of the devastation of true love, I have a true love keychain on my keys. <laughs> Where did you get that? Petsy. <laughs> That's so cute. Do we but were you? searching for something Dawson's or it just just I was just like scrolling on Etsy for something else and it was like on the page I have the app so when you open it up it's like suggestions for you. Etsy was like oh oh, (laughs) you need this. We've seen your HBO watch history (laughs) we know exactly what you want. Speaking of people
1: playing a different age than what they are uh, this cast can't pass for teenagers
0: anymore. Well soon they won't have a problem they'll be in college. Dawson is 40. Easily. And Gretchen, she's married with three kids. Her energy. When they're at the prom and she's like, I feel old, I'm like, honey, <laughs> this is this is like not the first Babe, time. Your <laughs> husband's is... home. He's wondering where you
1: are. <laughs> How touching was it when Joey came home for from the summer? And found out that their b and got so successful.
0: And how proud Bessie was to show her. She's like, look at the number at the bottom. And and Joey was freaking out because she thought it was in the negative. And then Bessie to- tells her that it's in the black. And that they've been booked and they're booked through the season. It, I thought it was kind of funny that they make the choice that everybody's kind of better off without Pacey and Joey. They ran off on this magical <laughs> summer and they come home and, and everyone's doing amazing. Remember that episode of Modern Family where the whole family's doing great with- without alex
1: and it's the sweetest plum (laughs) season they've ever had (laughs) yes i thought this first episode of the season was one of their best I loved it so much. It had such good energy. One of the things that I thought was extremely funny is when Joey walks into Dawson's room. and He's not there. I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. And she's looking around, the camera pans around, and he has like 150 photos of him and Andy and Jack <laughs> and Jen
0: <laughs> just
2: plastered
0: all over the walls. Listen, we need a quick way of expositioning to joey that he's had a fantastic summer without her and that he's got a million photos to prove it he is a thriving photographer plus it's the only way to communicate that that dawson has found himself a new hobby and it's very dawson for him to have fully invested himself into it and that that's what they all seemingly look like they're on virtually the same day too so he just snapped like a hundred photos on that one day developed them all and threw them up on the wall i do love the new color of dawson's room though it's very warm and homey oh it is i'm virtually certain that it was this teal bluish color and now it's like an orangey rust color it's so mature Totally. His room has matured as he has matured. I think before we even started watching this, I told you that so much of Dawson's Creek feels like the summer because of where they filmed it. And I'd like to retract that statement because I have to say there are a few shows that capture exactly what a feeling of the year is supposed to feel like than Dawson's Creek. That first episode feels like the end of summer before school. The end, when they're graduating, nothing has ever felt like graduation day more than that graduation episode. (laughs) When it's Christmas, it feels like Christmas. That party at the Leary's will get to it, but I wish that I could exist there forever with their twinkly lights and their amazing holiday party and mistletoe. Please. Every season that they experience... The show nails it perfectly. It really does. That graduation episode, I couldn't believe it. I was blown away. I hadn't when they're on the lawn of Dawson's house getting ready to to go, and he's talking to his parents outside, and they have the camera, and he's. It just felt like I I felt like I was graduating. Seriously, that's what it feels like at the beginning of June. One of the first
1: moments of this season that really took me out was shortly after Joey and Pacey got back. And she was having a conversation with Dawson. You know, she decided that she wasn't going to... They weren't going to tell anybody whether they slept together over the summer or not. I don't know why she's being like this. But anyway, her and Dawson somehow get into the conversation. Or or actually, they don't, I yeah. think. And she says to him...
3: Actually, the only person who
1: hasn't dared ask the big question. When he says...
2: I'm the only person the answer could potentially kill. <laughs>
1: I don't know why I just,
0: I really, I don't know. It was- I, I like that she <laughs> responds when he's walking away. Like what it's worth. Uh,
3: the answer to that question everyone's been asking. It wouldn't kill you. Yes. And then also it was such a
0: contrast. I don't know why they felt the need to like parallel this moment, but it was such a frame for frame parallel to when it comes up later, when she actually has slept with Pacey, when they're outside of the movie theater and they're having that conversation basically again. So much so that when I was watching the first episode, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, are they the movies when they have this conversation? Why are they having it on the porch of Joey's house? And then when I saw it later, I'm like, oh, it's because they have the same conversation later, which I cannot stand it when she lies to him. I just think he gives her such an opening and I don't understand why she lies. I understand why she was not going to maybe come out with the information herself and why she was scared to tell him. But I feel like the conversation that he has with her leading up to asking seemed like he was ready to hear the truth. Yeah, it seemed so much more unnecessarily painful and like rigmarole ish for her to to lie because he essentially was like, it seems like you have like, have you? And she's like, no, I have it. And then she's like, have this whole formal conversation with him later. I'm like, you could have avoided all of this by just telling him that's the
1: main tenet of my life. Just (laughs) tell the truth. If you think, I don't care if it's going to hurt me
0: or what it's going to do, just tell the truth. And he even basically all says that to her. He seems ready to hear it. If he was like, oh, please don't tell me that you slept with Pacey or if he was making a joke or if it was something like that, I could see maybe she didn't think it was the right moment. But he essentially was like, you seem different. He was like leading to it the entire night. Did you sleep with Pacey on the ski trip? She's like, nope, I didn't. It's like yes you did you should just tell him now
2: did something happen on the ski trip what do you mean well i have this feeling this kind of unshakable feeling that uh something happened I it, 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 it's just a feeling and you don't have to answer me if you don't want to but
3: what are you asking me
2: I'm asking you if you slept with Pacey. <laughs> it's
3: kind of personal, don't you think?
2: <laughs> I think it's really
3: personal. I mean, what if? What if I was to stand here and ask you if you slept with Gretchen? That should be no.
2: But you're right, it, it's very personal. It's none of my business. And I apologize. Sorry.
1: Okay. How excited was I when I saw there was going to be another storm episode? You told me a while back. Yes. I do not know it was on a recording or not. Yeah. It that was. there were like five
0: big storms in the whole yes. series. <laughs> and I was like, here we go. This one was real high drama, high intensity. They really it brought us.
1: I. Paused it and looked up when the perfect storm came out, because I know that's where they got the idea from. And then like five minutes later, Jen, I think it was Jen, said something about it. It's not like we're in the perfect. What are you trying to recreate the perfect storm? (laughs) I was like, you guys stop again with this. Yeah, it was really dramatic. I can't believe it ruined Pacey's boat. Right after they got back, too. Oh, and I think that is the episode where Drew calls himself Mrs.
0: Valentine's Little Boy. What is with the show and the word little? <laughs> <They> just... <laughs> so glad you asked oh good oh i knew you would have another line (laughs) later on
1: in the season pacey says to gretchen how many funyuns can a tiny little woman like you possibly consume on one little road trip (laughs) no no way she tiny and little but the trip is little no way i need to know what is going on He said little (laughs) back-to-back. Oh, oh, you'll find it when you find the clip.
2: Okay, so riddle me this. How many Funyuns can a tiny little woman like you possibly consume on one little road trip?
0: Oh my god! I don't know how I allow these things to just pass me by as I'm watching. (laughs) Because when you read these quotes, they don't even sound like they're coming from the show. (laughs) One thing I was impressed with the whole season is how tireless and overtime these writers must have been working to find as much material to mirror the Pacey-Joey-Dawson situation as they could cram in. When they do Two Gentlemen of Verona and then Mr. Brooks' movie is about the same thing, I'm like, you guys, we get it. She left them for the best friend. We understand the situation. It's a love triangle. It's been in like a million things. We need every opportunity they can bring to a movie, a book, a play. It's brought up thousands of times just in this season alone.
1: I can't believe that that Mr. Brooks storyline was in this season. So (laughs) much happened. It was so substantial and significant. But then so much happened after it that I almost want to say it's not it's. It's funny you say
0: that because in one of the last episodes when Dawson is showing his dad Mr. Brooks' movie because he's sending it to USC, when they're talking about him, I'm like, oh yeah, that was like a couple of episodes ago that he was alive. So what did you think of Drew? He's one of the new characters of the season. So, I have a possibly controversial opinion.
1: I thought he was a good character in terms of creating drama. Mm -hmm. I didn't like him really. But I did see the humanity underneath his behavior. Mm. But also when he locks Joey and him in the closet Mm. overnight and the next morning knows all the information about her bra, (laughs) is that not sexual assault? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it is. We're just going to pretend that that was okay? Yeah, yeah. That's not great. Did I just ruin it for you because you were going to say you like him? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I don't know what it is about him. I like him. I know he's supposed to be the villain for the first like half of the season. But even when he was, I-, I didn't mind him. I thought as far as villains go on the show, there have been so many more far more annoying ones than him that I actually enjoy him. And then I like his little redemption arc that he goes to the prom with Jen and, you know, has these issues with his parents and they kind of end him into the group reluctance. But I don't know. I don't mind him as far as the new characters go. He was really
1: cute and sweet at the prom with Jen. Was yes. and when Jack goes to give him the fifty dollars in the yeah,
0: and he turns it down. He's because Jen's asleep yeah. on his on his shoulder. It's cute. I thought that was sweet. I mean, listen, he's not winning like character of the year after they relive their their Titanic. Oh my cosplay. god! Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking it in terms of the the. Scene in season one, when or two, when Abby is falls off the pier. I was like, This is, I can't believe we're revisiting this. You felt that scene reminded you more of Abby than it did of Titanic. Uh, Well, it reminded me of Titanic. I got it. But like, I was thinking it in terms of the show and thinking about how Jen has been in this exact scenario before and it didn't go so well. That adds so much more meaning to
1: it than I even thought of. Really? Do you think Jen was thinking of that too? I don't know. They
0: don't really highlight it but who knows maybe uh drew and jen also had a 16 candles moment a full-on 16 candles moment there was a lot of candles on that cake (laughs) even the window there in front of looks very similar they did a nice job recreating that that was very funny when jen explains the logic behind him making it jen lindley's birthday
3: and i almost forgot the best part The thing that really elevates this whole happy birthday Jen thing from a mildly amusing runner to a potentially ingenious little plot twist. Uh, And that would be? Should the cops happen to show up and ask who's responsible for this mess, all the drunken masses are going to remember is that it was Jen Lindley's birthday party. It is so smart. That is so true, (laughs) yeah. I don't
0: think I appreciate it until you're pointing it out. Oh my god, and that's also such a good party. I love when Joey gets drunk at the party. I think it's so funny. Don't think I remember Joey. She gets she gets, because she's stressed about school. And then she gets... Oh, uh, it's right after she gets accepted. No, it's before. It's like one of the first episodes. Now you have uh, me wondering what I she is... want to tell you you're wrong a little bit. You're not, I'm not wrong because she gets <laughs> accepted. <laughs> she gets I accepted. mean, listen, if I'm going to
1: trust one of us, it's going to be your memory, but...
0: <laughs> now, but now you have me wondering what it is that she's stressed about when they go to that party. It's that she got accepted, but she's not going to have the money for school. No, it's not. The, 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 the... The get it, the money for school thing happens, it's way later. It's after Alexa. My... I need to remember these things the way I remember them. They're okay. just completely wrong because I <laughs> I know, I know because Casey is wearing that horrible coat that I can't stand the entire That, that horrible tan, the tan coat he wears all season long. <laughs> I think it makes him look so bad and I hate it and he's wearing it so much. And I know he's wearing that when she's opening the, the letter. <laughs> we have to look this up. I have yeah, to Yeah. All know. right. All right. All right. Fine. I'm going to look up in the in the episode where she gets drunk what she's stressed about.
1: I remember thinking to myself, she just accomplished something so big and so important and now she's sabotaging it.
0: Oh, she's stressed out because she's number four. She doesn't think she's going to get in anywhere because she's fourth in her class. Does she also do something... I'm Similar, looking right though, now. When... I'm, okay. I'm looking right now. Because I I do know what you're talking about, but I thought it was just the money thing interferes like immediately. That's what I thought it was. I need to see what this coat looks like. But where I really hate it is the Why episode. Do you hate it cuz it's like a sack or no, cuz it's corduroy. It's, it's because it just doesn't look good on him. It's like a little too big and he wears yeah, like it a sack. so much. Sheapless. Yeah, it's it's shapeless. It doesn't make him look good. A lot of his clothes actually are are ill-fitting. I I really hated in the episode after they have sex at the ski lodge, that one where they're fighting, I really, he's wearing it the whole time and it annoys me the whole entire time. Speaking of coats when they have sex, when that episode started, the reason why I
1: knew instantly that it was that one was because of the coat she was wearing. I remembered it from 19... Wow. Or 2001, whatever year it was. Because
0: I forget, you had said that you watched that whole episode because everybody was watching it or you only saw that part? I know that you had mentioned that you watched that happen when it was like a live TV event.
1: I thought I only saw that part.
0: But as I watched
1: the episode, I was like, I've seen this. Really? Some of the lines that Jen said when she was drunk in the hotel room, uh-huh. I remembered.
0: Wow. I don't know
1: what that is. Remember we talked about that the other yes. day? Yes.
0: See, hang on. I'm trying to find the answer to why she's upset. I think it's the money thing. Yeah, she's about to open the financial aid package right now
1: yep once again alexa remembers
0: everything <laughs> i <also laughs> just watched it <laughs> like, <I> just... <laughs> so did i <laughs> <laughs> but anyway this is a long diatribe to talk about how i love when joey gets drunk at jen Lindley's fake birthday party and she has that conversation with jen at that alcove thing the gazebo where she's talking about how like she wants them all to come back to this spot in four years and like find out if what they were doing was what they all thought they were I think she's so funny when she's telling Andy and jo- Jen that she loves them she's like I love you I think her acting is really good as far yeah. as and then it's hysterical when she walks back inside and is playing strip
2: poker. strip
3: poker I leave you alone for two seconds and you end up playing strip poker
2: Originally, this was just poker poker until I start kicking his ass and your friendly neighborhood co-worker decides to change the stakes on me. But I'm finished now, and uh, we can just leave. I'll
3: leave? There's a half-naked chick in the room. Okay.
2: That's enough. It's time for us to leave now because you see you're drunk, you're bordering on disorderly, and you are definitely insane. So get out of this car.
0: And then the conversation they have back at her house is so cute. And she gets, when they get there and he opens the door of the car and she says,
3: I can't walk, Pacey.
2: Before I have to drag you kicking and screaming, but now you want to be carried.
0: And then spends the entire conversation begging him to carry her inside. That's when he would do something like that for her. Please. Catherine. Catherine. What did they do to our Pacey?
1: I completely understand where his insecurities are yes. coming from. I even understand why he's dealing with them the way he is. Not that I think it's right, of course, but I get, I get why it's all playing out the way it is. But when he screams at her at the top of his lungs in the middle of the dance floor at prom, I said, "This is a person." she, all of us have never known. Yeah. Has he always been this guy? It changed my my view on him- Completely and forever.
0: Yes. So I alluded to this before we even started rewatching. I only got a little into season five, mostly because I was upset with what they did with season four. I couldn't enjoy the show anymore. And I paid special attention this time because when I got to the Promise episode the first time, it felt completely out of nowhere. I was like, I don't understand what's happening. This isn't Pacey. This isn't what I understand their relationship to be like. This isn't what I understand his feelings to be. I just felt confused and like they sprung it on me. So watching it again this time, I'm like, I'm really going to pay attention because maybe I missed something the first time and I felt exactly the same way. I don't understand why they did that. I don't understand why they had him say the things that he says. And what Joey says to Dawson after that, she's just as confused as I was watching it. She's like,
3: He humiliates me in a room full of people, and it's not even true. It's not who I am. I know. I mean, I don't understand why he would say all of that, because that's not who I am. I know.
0: And I'm like, you're right. That's actually not who you are. And it's clear that it's it's something going on with Pacey. It's not about Joey, and I understand that. But I feel like the show just did not communicate that in the best way. It just seemed like, at every turn, she's pretty supportive and considerate of his feelings and tries her very best to understand while not like imposing her feelings onto it it seems like every time they try and talk about it he shuts down and i understand that that's part of pacey it just seemed that it wasn't in his character to blame her like that
1: yeah you're right and not only blame her but do it in the way that he did he's the kind of guy who if he's feeling insecure or something like that he takes it out on himself Yeah. Not other people, especially not the girl that he loves. Right. But I was even surprised when he went out and got drunk with Drew. And yeah. they got arrested or whatever. I was shocked that he didn't tell her about that. And then when his brother took him on the camping trip that he right. told her was a fishing trip, which, like, what's <laughs> like, the difference? Like, what? Just tell right. her you're going camping. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he makes that phone call because I guess he talked to Gretchen and she said to call was Joey during the or whatever pregnancy whatever it is.
0: scare episode. Yeah.
1: The way he's talking to her is like a totally, completely different person. Yeah.
3: I thought I had a huge problem, but, um, I was wrong.
2: What kind of problem did you think you had?
3: It's nothing that you should worry about. The important thing is that you focus on yourself. Where are you? I
2: told you I'm fishing with Dougie. We're having the time of our lives out here. Kind of... 90-pound Marlin yesterday. I'll never we are in the high life, Joe. High life. And I gotta get out of here sometime.
1: And then that she never even tells him about the pregnancy scare, and she's like, yeah, I had a problem, but I solved that. It's nothing you need to worry about.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what what's going on. And then, like, even what she, <laughs> what she says to him on that phone call is so weird. When she's saying how, don't worry about the stress of here. Like, focus on yourself. I'm like, what is going on here? And then all all the stuff before prom, when he's messing up the dress, forgets the corsage, can't do the limo. Like, I'm like, what is going That's on? it's not him. I don't understand what's happening. Turning <laughs> him into somebody completely different
1: different the guy we know it would be joey saying i don't want a limo it's too much yeah. i just want it just let's just go in your car and then he surprises her with a nice limo that's the pacing we know when that white rusted oh thing pulls up i was like guys
0: it felt so heavy handed and it's such a strange way it's so glaringly different from the PC that we knew from season three. Even looking at literally prom to prom. When they brought it up, I thought the audaz to bring up that prom in comparison to this. When he first walks back in from outside mm-hmm.
1: and he sees her and Dawson dancing, yeah, I saw how they were mirroring last prom and i thought i wonder if he's gonna be pissed about this or if he's gonna get it and then he walks up to them and starts talking and i'm like okay he's pissed (laughs) and then he freaks out
2: i saw the two of you dancing together and i just don't care i'm not angry i'm not jealous i'm not upset i'm really not much of anything
3: okay so fine let's just take this nothing outside
2: why why because you want to clean up my mess again if no, you wanted me to take off the happy mask, and the happy mask is off. So answer me this one question, because this is what I've been wanting to ask you, Joe. Why are you with me? Casey. Why are you with me? Because I don't know why I'm still with you. I mean, I used to know, but I don't anymore.
3: I'll make a note of that. What
2: I do know, Joe, I feel like I'm Josephine Potter's little charity project. I feel like I'm the designated loser. The fe- Just Casey. back off. No. Casey,
3: I never said that. Look, this isn't about me. This is about no, it you. It is about
2: you. It's about you and how you make me feel when I'm with you. Okay? I feel like I'm stupid, and I'm worthless, and I'm never right. But you know what I realize? That is not my fault! That is not my fault. Because when I'm with you, it's poor Pacey he didn't get into college. And it's stupid Pacey forgot the limo, ripped the dress, and messed up the corsage.
3: I told you I didn't care about any of it. But this. I want you to
2: care! I want you to care! I don't want you to just accept it like that's the way it's supposed to be. We are not trapped on this boat. You and I are trapped in this relationship. I can't take it anymore, Joey. When I'm with you, I feel like I'm
0: nothing. I actually don't think he ever apologizes. He doesn't. He doubles down on the moment. When he talks to Joey, when she's like sitting at that table up on the de- on the top deck, he sits down and he's like, I don't know how we got here. I'm like, how about a sorry? That should have been the first thing out of your mouth. I thought to myself, oh you don't I do <laughs> I have a couple of ideas it's amazing how quickly I began to t- dislike him at the end of that conversation she I don't know what the hell he said to her but she at the end is like leave me alone honestly leave her alone like get away Pacey says
1: oh but this is a couple episodes later but Pacey says "I've been
2: replaying everything that happened that's still a problem
1: I'm sorry. Everything
0: that happened yeah. you mean everything you did? Yeah. And also, I love in the conversation on the top deck, Joey at one point says to him, like he's like deflecting and blaming. Like he's like, we can't stay together because I'm getting angry and I'm gonna take it out on you. And Joey actually says to him.
2: I also know that if we stay together, I am going to continue to take them out on you.
3: You know, I've got news for you, Pacey. How you treat me is actually totally in your power. Thank you!
0: Honest, he's making like some higher power is forcing him to behave this way. I'm pulled up the this clip. I'm wondering what he says. If No, when he walks up to her, he's still having a pity party for himself and talking about how...
2: Last year, I felt like I could give you something that no one else could give you. I could give you that wall to paint your mural on. I could take you away in a sailboat for a summer. I could even give you that night in the ski lodge. But I don't feel like I have anything left to give you now, Joe. I am spent.
1: First of all, this relationship is not about you giving things to her. Whether it's acts of service,
0: that's not what this is. Right. I don't. I just don't know how we got here. Because our whole entire episode about season three was all about how deeply Pacey understood Joey and who she was at, like, her truest sense of self and how he was a complement to that. Not, like, a savior. We know that Pacey has issues with, like, saving women. We know that that's, like, a common theme. But with the Joey thing, it wasn't necessarily about that. It was almost like call. you even said, like, he calls her to be better. That's not the same thing as giving her something and that he's spent I don't understand it's such a it's such a deep mischaracterization and miscategorization of what their dynamic and relationship is that i can't i can't i refuse to believe that that's how he really feels that he has nothing left to give that's
1: not even what it was right. about. And why? And why is that anyway? Now because she's achieved what she wanted, yeah. And so now you feel like you were. He only found his worth in fixing her and saving her and giving her what she wanted. Right. Is that what's going on here? Like, I is mean- that the writer's? motivation
0: i don't know because it also because also there's this constant theme with him of like she's better than him and that she deserves better and that he's not good
1: enough and if he feels that way fine but she's never done a single thing to make him feel that way exactly and it is not like him it is like him to feel that way yes it's not like him to take it out on her correct to blame blame her on top of that not just that he took it out on her but he actually blamed her
0: yes he says you make me feel like <laughs> I can't even believe I have to say this because it's so ridiculous he says it but he says to her when I'm with you you make me feel like I'm nothing no you feel like you're nothing she does not make you feel that way if anything she tries the very best that she can and often is at the cost of her own happiness and self trying to make herself smaller for you. Yes. She wants to not go to school when she gets drunk and is talking to him about like admissions and all that stuff. They haven't, she hasn't gotten into anywhere yet, but all of the places she's looking, she knows, are nowhere near Cape Side. So she's thinking about how she's going to have to leave him because he's on the track of not going anywhere. Or if he is, he's going to have to stay in Cape Side. And she doesn't want to go. She
3: tells him, maybe that's not what I really want. Maybe I just want to stay here. You know, I mean, I mean, look, it's, it's really beautiful here and and I could just... Just
2: what? Stay here and work as a waitress all your life? Come on. I mean, forgive me if you lose me here, Joe, but to be perfectly honest, you haven't made the slightest bit of sense all night, even before you were drunk.
3: I want to be with you, Pacey. I want to stay and be with you. How many times
0: does she say that throughout this season, that she wants to be with him all the time and doesn't want to go and maybe she wants to stay here and all this stuff because she sees how he's feeling and she's trying to compromise her own self to make him feel better and he doesn't even receive that and then
1: by the way not only does she Keep the pregnancy scare to herself, so she yeah. had to deal with that on her own. But he never ends up having to take responsibility for the fact that he concealed the arrest, yes, over being intoxicated in public and then fucking lied about where he was and what he was yeah. doing. She just lets it all go, and her, the payback that she gets is him screaming in her face in front of the entire grade.
0: And then after that, their behavior is batshit insane too. Like I. Can't like post prom, she should be way madder at him than she is. I don't understand what's even going on there. How about that they break up at the end of an episode and that the very
1: beginning of the next one she's walking down the hall with Dawson and she says, "I just want Pacey and I to be friends." Is that too much to ask? What the fuck are you talking about? And then number how- one, <laughs> yes, it's too much to ask. Number two, why would you want to be friends with him at this moment? Right. And
0: three, ch- what? <laughs> Also, like not that we needed it, but where was the opportunity for like Dawson to become involved? I feel like the the writers really like let that go cuz Dawson could have easily been like bro <laughs> What the f- That is so true. Why doesn't he do anything when he's
1: screaming at he her in that do, moment?
0: He doesn't do anything. And not that it's even, like, his responsibility. And to be honest, it probably would have made the situation worse. But it just seems like something they wouldn't would have do. missed. The, he would do. And, they, and it's weird that they missed the opportunity to, like, in, pit them against each other again. Because Lord knows they took- They pulled no punches through the whole entire season about that. So it just is weird that he never- And even post- the prom Dawson never speaks to Pacey about how he treated Joey so badly he does
1: follow her outside after yes
0: he's very nice gives to her. her his he coat goes, yeah he goes immediately and she and even when she's upset and says to him like I don't understand why he said all those things it's not who I am I don't think he says anything at all I think she cries and he holds her but I don't think he even speaks. It just doesn't seem like any of how they would behave, all of them. I just wish I understood it the show has been so good up until this point of building and layering in yeah sometimes the dialogue is cheesy and sometimes the things they say are ridiculous but usually I can at least follow the story as it's going through the season and I just feel like if they were built into this moment where Pacey is breaking up with Joey because he feels so bad about himself it doesn't seem like that's the story they told it seems like instead we saw a weird downward spiral that kind of didn't make any sense and then he was so angry at everyone else he was screaming at every because even he screams at doug when he's drunk and getting arrested he's like don't you understand this is all i have i'm like i just don't he's just having a
1: breakdown i guess it's like (laughs) when rory act totally out of character in a year in the life remember we talked about that and you're like it doesn't make sense And I said, I think this is what happens when people are just lost. Not not excusing it at all.
0: But that's just got to be what it is. It just seems like there was so many better ways to communicate that. If they were going to break up for this reason, Pacey, I don't even disagree with the heart of the reason. It makes sense in my head that like Pacey feels that he's not good enough. He's felt that even before they were together. And so if that's the reason that he's going to break up with her, because it's almost like he's letting her go. Right? He's letting her go so that she can live this new life that he thinks he doesn't fit into anymore. I feel like there are way other better ways of communicating that than screaming. That she makes him feel stupid and nothing and you shouldn't just accept that this is the way I am. It's like, PC, all of that is within your control. It's just such a disappointment that this is what ends up happening with them. Because it was so good up until this point. The second half of this season is just such a disappointment. I like that he's gone. That whole episode where he's on the fishing trip, he's not even in it it just felt like some weird thing where almost like Joshua Jackson was like leaving the show. But that's not what ends up happening. And why is he wearing so many Hawaiian shirts? I have a lot lot of problems with the way they dress Pacey this entire season. I just, he's always wearing long sleeve white thermals with bright Hawaiian shirts over them. Why is that what he's wearing? (laughs) Open Hawaiian shirts! He wears that red, that red shirt with the orange Hawaiian flowers. Like, I swear three times. Like, I am so, I hate it. They're not trusting anybody else like that. Jack looks fine. Dawson looks great. I think actually Dawson looks the best he's looked in all four seasons. I agree. (laughs) And what's going on with Pacey? His hair is a weird length. After he shaved it at the beginning of the season, his hair is- He kept
1: it that way. It was hot like that. It
0: was better than what it ends up. It's like this, I don't know. It's just upsetting.
1: Let's talk about Dawson and Gretchen. When they had that kiss under the mistletoe, I was like, you guys, there are people around. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, when Pacey says to Dawson,
2: sisters are- are Off limits? Yes. Sisters are off limits. They're like mothers, only pretty.
1: (laughs) That should have told us right then who Pacey really is.
0: Ew. (laughs) I did love that conversation, though. I was like, good for you, Dawson. That First of all, he's handling it so much better than Pacey did when he was in the reverse scenario. And then I love when he tells him and gets upset and then Dawson's like, I'm
2: not asking for your permission, Pace. I'm just letting you know
0: good for you Dawson you deserve that much what did you think of Gretchen? I've never been a fan I'm
1: not really a fan of that actress I don't even know what I know her from I just as soon as she showed up on screen I was like don't do this I think it was important for Dawson to fall in love with somebody else Totally. so I'm glad they did that but I don't think James and that actress had good chemistry and the relationship didn't feel like it made sense to me Yeah, I wasn't invested in it and I'm glad they didn't sleep together
0: same She was always so, maybe she was a perfect match for Dawson in this sense, uh, because the word I was going to use to describe her was self-righteous. It just seemed like every time she would have a conflict with anybody, she was always just like telling everyone what to do. So many times she had a conversation with Joey and she's like, you can't do this, or you can't do that, or how could you do this? And I'm just like, Gretchen, who even are you? We don't need, you you don't need to be telling Joey what to do. She's, she's not 21. wise. She's She's... 21-year-olds are wise. She's admittedly not wise.
1: That episode when he goes out with her and her friends was so uncomfortable. Are the three of them totally unaware that they're not including him in the conversation, making him feel weird? I hated the whole thing. I agree.
0: When her and Pacey go... Ugh, another terrible episode. <laughs> when they go to
1: her college. For her to get closure on her relationship, That guy (laughs) was so good at being manipulative. Yes. It was like too real for me. I've lived this. And then after he lures her up to his room, and I do think she claims that she was just there to get closure, but I think there was a point in that night where she almost did fall back into it.
0: Oh, yeah. That point, I think. And
1: the stuff that he's saying to her in his room with the dozens of candles and the black light posters, I was like, get me out of here. (laughs) And then he falls asleep, and she kisses him on the cheek and says, Thank you, Nick Taylor. For what? For allowing her to get closure, that was not how she needed to do it. For showing her who he really is, fine, maybe. But he does not deserve a kiss on the cheek and a thank you. Ew.
0: Gross. <laughs> so Andy leaves halfway through the season. Her goodbye episode was ridiculous. When they, when they play I Will Remember You by Sarah McLaughlin, it was so ridiculous. Ridiculous. When that song came on, I thought, okay, you guys. I
1: really liked Andy, but I've got to tell you, once she was gone, I didn't think about her once until she showed up in the last episode. I forgot she even existed. Isn't it
0: so crazy? I thought the same thing. They just are like, you know, Jack only needs one sister and it's Jen. Then every story was about Jack and Jen, like on their little adventures. And I was into it. All of their stuff was so good all season that no offense to Andy, I was glad that she wasn't like muddying up the stories anymore because they just like didn't know what to do with her at a certain point they didn't know whose story to include her in she kind of like didn't really fit in and I i agree with you completely when she was in it and then season two i loved andy but the second she was gone all of their stories got so much better
1: when jen gets drunk on the ski trip her and jack's interactions are so hysterical when she's trying to convince him to help her get in the bath
3: okay fine don't help if so I attach my wooden foot every morning for the rest of my life I can remember this
2: yeah well what whoa yo yeah, well, that's that that's enough right there what Would you want me taking my clothes off in front of you okay that, that's withdrawn
1: they are so good together and then later on in that episode when they're when they're hooking up yeah on the rug in front of the fire i Ooh. actually was like wait yeah i'm very into this happening <laughs> i don't care if it's just for one night
0: i don't care if it'll hurt your friendship i'm into it i mean and by the way it did not hurt their friendship. They they bounced back from it so instantly. I even forget that that happened after it happens in that episode. Jen is also so hysterical through most of the season. All of her stuff with Grams later when they're asking Grams to go to Boston. I just thought every episode that Jen's story was so good. I loved when she asked her to go. How would you like to move to Boston?
3: <laughs> now what kind of nonsense are you talking Nothing nonsensical here at all. Dead serious. I know what you're doing, Jennifer. It's one of the reasons I love you so much. You have a big, beautiful heart, but I will not allow you to do this for me. Well, maybe I'm doing it for me. Look, moving to Boston, going away to college, um, it scares me. And somehow the idea of having you nearby, just to know that you're there, well, it you know, it it scares me less. So, before you start writing sonnets about my big, beautiful heart, you should know that I'm I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this because my big, selfish heart wants you to be there. So, will you please go with me?
1: I thought Michelle was really, really good in those scenes.
0: We finally got her into some therapy.
1: Thank God. Although her therapist was weird and I kept waiting for him to do something creepy. He was very weird. When she was stalking him, I was like, actually, I think it's the other way around. I think he's going to end up stalking her. Oh my weird. He was weird. When she decides that she doesn't want to, like that she's done, she's achieved what she needed to. And she's walking out the door and she turns back and looks at him the way that he goes
0: like this. (laughs) (laughs) he was just too weird and gross He, he was very weird that whole episode where they're following him around town and they go to the poetry (laughs) reading his entire interactions with her are bizarre like it doesn't make any sense at all but so worth
1: it because again her and jack were so cute and funny together
0: in that coffee shop when he's like talking about how he knows that they're sitting there on purpose to follow him
3: i'm not i'm not i'm not not staring (sighs) yeah
2: right come on i wasn't lured here under false pretenses
3: (laughs) what false pretenses
2: What, what are you kidding me the window seat the the 16 refills we're stalking your therapist
3: we're not stalking anybody
1: i don't know why that actor apparently he's done a bunch of other stuff after this but i it's not anything i've seen him in but i don't know why he didn't have a much bigger career who jack i
0: think he's so great yeah the only thing i i know him from his final destination and he's a dick i love that they decide they never even decide they just it's an assumption that they're going to school together when she's talking jen is talking to joey at, about the schools she got into and
3: she's like are these all the colleges he got into all the colleges that jack and i both got accepted to now all we can do is narrow down the choices guys <laughs> when he, he applied
1: to all the schools for her how i wish i had someone who would have done that oh for me. my god they're the best couple on the show they,
0: they so are <laughs>
1: Even at the end, when the three of them are at Graham's, Mm -hmm. Graham says something like, You know, we three are about to embark on a great adventure. Implying that he's hers, too. Then the three of them are like a team. So do we want to talk about the big, I don't even know what to call it.
0: (laughs) I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> Them having sex. Oh. <laughs> so what was it like seeing the Joey's virginity episode in the context of the whole season, knowing all the backstory? It made the hair brushing a little less cringy. Good. Only That's good to hear. I yeah, I know. I mean, it's a weird thing to do, so. It's
1: kind of hard to say because the next day ruins it. And
0: then everything that happens beyond that ruins it even further. It's funny that you say that because actually, as I was asking you the question, I was thinking, you know, that really is the turning point for the season. He does become a true monster after that. One of the things I really loved (laughs) was when they
1: were standing there as he brushed her hair and she asked for the condom and he said, You're gonna throw it away? And she no, said, I no, want to throw I hate the wrapper away.
0: no I hate it. I hate I don't know. She's doing this weird, like, semi baby voice with what she she's does. talking to him. Yeah. She does it sometimes. It's it, sometimes it's fine ish, but this time it really would. She's like,
3: I want to throw the wrapper away
1: wait wait! right before that when he i don't even remember how he ends up out there actually <laughs> but when he's outside sitting on the bench with that girl who's like if yes. you want to fuck tonight i'll be your girl
0: <laughs> was but also
1: you've real <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and joey sees the whole thing play out and him refusing that girl i think is the final thing that makes yeah. her say yes i'm ready i want to do this and whatever conversation they have outside how long you been there
3: long enough to remember why it is that i love you why every part of me loves you she's drunk
0: that's when she starts the baby voice yeah she does because i remember they're talking about like reading or something and she's like we don't have our book i'm like can <laughs> you please <laughs> and say he's like, it we don't
2: need it please <laughs> <laughs> what do you say you and i go in there lock the door cuddle up together and then i read you a story mm. we didn't
3: find our
2: book i'm sorry i don't make one up i
0: bad like that idea I do like the lead-up. I think it's a good example of how Joey does notice how much Pacey does for her. You have to stop laughing or I'm going to start laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> when she lists all the reasons, that essentially why she loves him.
3: This is about how, when we go to the movies and you go and you buy popcorn, you always make sure you bring back a napkin so I don't wipe all the grease on my jeans. So And this is about how just last week when we were at miniature golf, you took all of the shots first so I would know the correct path What? You taught me how to drive And last year at prom, you knew that the bracelet I was wearing was my mom's You kissed me first, sweetheart The second time you counted to ten before doing it again just in case I wanted to stop you. You bought me a wall. Oh, I didn't buy so much as You're I We were alone on a boat for three months. And you understood without a word why I wasn't ready.
0: All the things that he's gonna throw in her face later at the prom? Yeah, that... I just think it's nice to hear what should have been nice for Pacey to hear that like she acknowledges those things and that that's what, makes her love him. You know, the things that he immediately stops doing after, <laughs> after they have sex. I was so thrown off. First of all, that he at all asks her how it was. It's so gross. That alone was weird. It's so bizarre and inconsiderate and disgusting. You don't ask someone how it was No,
1: the morning after the first time. That's not even the mindset you're supposed to be in. Who is this person? It is not Pacey. It's not. First of all, Pacey is not the kind of guy who needs a girl to say, it was great, it was mind-blowing. He's the kind of guy who's like, oh, I know. And second, he realizes how much more was involved in that entire decision and situation. That he's sitting there in his stupid coat. (laughs) I told you. (laughs) Eating chips from the vending machine chomping away and asking her if it was great and mind-blowing when she said it was nice he gets insulted
0: what are you doing and also he like presses the issue further when she again i felt like totally in joey's shoes she is equally as caught off guard she's like i don't even understand what you're asking me like what is happening right now
3: it's very nice
2: it's nice yes this is nice huh
3: what's wrong with nice there's nothing
2: wrong with nice I mean there's nothing wrong with great either hell there's nothing particularly offensive about mind blowing or transcendent But
3: sorry Pace I uh, left my thesaurus at home I didn't know I was going to get yelled at for my vocabulary I'm not too
2: worried about your vocabulary
3: You know, maybe nice means everything to me, Pacey. Maybe nice is all a girl can manage the morning after her first time. Because as you know, it's not something I've ever experienced before. So I can't really sit here and honestly say that something is great or mind-blowing or transcendent if I have nothing to compare. Are you
1: new? (laughs) He basically asked her, he's like, did you, you know. Yes. What are you
0: talking about? (laughs) Who is that? Also, I cannot believe that was included in this show. <laughs> and then when he makes her cry outside, it's, it's really traumatizing. Honestly, that whole ordeal is is really upsetting. And when she's outside and she's crying and then he comes up to her and she like, I guess, has to explain herself because now she's weirdly mad at her and she has to defend herself about the answer she gave. It's just, and then he's like all happy after that. Ugh, this is disgusting. I don't get it.
1: As a contrast, something that I absolutely love was shortly after that when her and Dawson are in the diner and he's telling her that Mr. Brooks left him the money. Their conversation just flows so well, and they're so cute together. And then he tells her she looks different.
2: You seem different. Me too. Yeah, it's uh, you look different too. Is it your hair or something? No. I mean, it's, it's not bad different. It's good different. Just
1: I don't know. like he has a sense yeah. mm-hmm. about her. And it just made me think, I don't know, maybe he really, he. I, I've criticized Dawson for this before, but it really made me think he does, he does love her and he really
0: does notice yes. those little
1: things. Yeah,
0: I love their their relationship. In the final episode when they're talking about how they feel different, how like their relationship has changed and that things are are good with them, maybe the best that they've ever been. I really felt that. I thought throughout this Mm -hmm. whole season, especially in the back half when Pacey was acting so badly, every time she was with Dawson, I was like, thank God that she's talking to someone who's kind to her and nice to her. They literally swapped them. You're right. They swapped them. Because guess what? Dawson would
1: never do what Pacey did no he might ask her the next day like how it was but it would be a genuine curiosity rather than whatever the fuck Pacey's was yeah Pacey's was like a weird insecure disconnect he was so like cold and distant from her Dawson would never get cold and distant with her ever never
0: Especially after they just had sex for the very first time. he She would wake up the next morning suffocating because he was cuddling her so hard. That's what would happen. I'm really curious. I don't know this. This is my... Ooh, I'm so excited I get to, like, make a prediction about the show. <laughs> i got to imagine that at some point Dawson and Joey are going to sleep with each other. They must. There's no way that it doesn't happen. And I haven't seen it. So... I'm very curious to how how they're going to compare and contrast because I would love to know how, first of all, they get to that place, but also, well, which first of all, didn't it seem like they were gonna sleep together in the final episode of this? season yes well i mean like no but i get (laughs) i knew they didn't and the conversation they were having at the in his room at the very end i was like are they gonna sleep together right now i knew that they were gonna kiss and i actually
1: was like don't do it don't kiss don't do it this is you're ruining it don't do it it felt it felt like too much they were in such a perfect place i wish they hadn't
0: done that yeah i agree
1: but one of the things I really, really, really loved about it was that I felt how steady and consistent Dawson is and how safe she feels with him mm-hmm. all the time. Yes. I thought that Pacey was that for her and then he proved apparently that he wasn't. Right. And I just was like really can't believe I'm saying it. I was so thankful for Dawson.
0: Me too. This whole season, I enjoyed him so much more than I did Pacey. I thought it was so earned, their, their relationship and where it got to by the end. Like, I love, love when they are in his room after Christmas and he gives her the photo that he took of them, of Pacey and Joey. And she nearly cries
3: and, and says, Look at us. After all that's happened, we're friends if we weren't you wouldn't have you wouldn't have given me this
0: it just is so beautiful which like in the famous words of brooke davis aka sophia bush's character in one tree hill do you ever defend the person you're actually dating? Because Joey, could we like be the per could we be that way when we're actually with that person? She wasn't like that when she was with Dawson. Now she's with Pacey, and all she wants to do is be with Dawson.
1: I thought I thought you were gonna say Sophia Bush's famous words. <laughs> women are women and men are men. Oh my god. I thought it was really true when Joey says, I think it's to Dawson.
3: Oh, I want you to know something. Sex doesn't necessarily bring people closer together. It's just magnifying glass. I mean, if there's a problem, it gets bigger. And if there's closeness, you get closer. I just thought, man, that's such a simple way of
1: describing it. To someone who... I think Dawson was probably assuming that,
0: like, that was a way to fix things. Yes. But it, it never is. Yeah. I wrote the same thing down because it was such an apt way of describing the situation that she was in, too. It was so weirdly self-reflexive and referential to her own situation that she was acknowledging that what she maybe was worried about and thought maybe they shouldn't have done it is that it made her and Pacey's relationship worse. Do you think she could have seen that coming? No, I don't think I could have. No, I don't. I I don't think I think it's because because she did what she thought was right in the situation, because up until that point, their relationship had been very good and they had been close. That weird walk they go on. I've got such a creeped out. I hate it. The episode after two episodes after they sleep together and they're walking in the the foggy marsh and they're talking about how like and they're talking about how they don't do any of the things they used to do now that they have sex. It's so bizarre. Bizarre. It's all like from a horror movie. I was Pod people are talking to one another is what's going on. We haven't spoken about Jack and Toby. I'm upset about
1: it, honestly. I agree. I feel like Jack was mean to him and he didn't deserve it. I'm glad he came around, but did he even or is he still weird? No, they're no, no they're okay. But like when they were at prom and he asked him to dance, yeah, Jack he's... was
0: so mean to him. <laughs> I know. And they were having such a good time. I didn't love it either. I kind of wished that they would have given Jack a good relationship just from the get-go instead of like having them work so hard for it. And he didn't even like him in the beginning. And then Toby didn't like Jack. It was was weird friction. They were barely even friends. I didn't love it either.
1: Do we want to talk about Joey and Jen's day in New York? Yes. The montage of clips that's like blurred and slow-mo and then fast. (laughs) To give you the sense of the energy
0: of New York. It's so. Oh my God. And that weird up angle shot of Jen and Joey in Grand Central Station. They're like,
2: Welcome to New
3: York. It's been waiting for you. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York.
1: When they're on the rooftop, and Jen says, God, I do love this town.
0: Oh, God. And then Joey says, So this is New York City oh yeah this roof those are all the notes i had well we did once again let a whole season go by where we don't talk about gail and Mitch.
1: (laughs) who cares i don't care is joey's mom's name lillian is that what was going on there i'm sorry (laughs) you didn't want to talk to the daughter and see if she might want to name her child lillian someday also when dawson said Hi, Lillian, I'm Dawson.
0: I was like, she knows. (laughs) Do we want to talk about predictions for next season? So I know some stuff at the beginning, but I don't know how anything ends up. I'm curious to see what happens with Joey and Dawson. I hope that they don't go like right into it, but it seems like that's what's next. Do you know who Dawson loses his virginity to? I do i knew that from looking it up myself when i was watching the show the first time around i have no idea how we well we both know so spoiler alert for anyone watching with us but we know that dawson loses his virginity to jen i have no idea how we get to that point
1: i kind of liked it when they were having their goodbye convo and she said something about like oh wait i forgot we never slept together
2: you got five minutes (laughs)
0: <laughs> like, he's kind of cute when he said it like yeah I'm actually kind of excited it would be cool if they dated again what do you think happens she goes and visits him in LA maybe or he comes to Boston because everybody's in Boston so I got to imagine that at some point Dawson's going to end up back there because otherwise how's the whole show all of season 5 and 6 Dawson's going to be across the country while everybody else is in Boston I know how Pacey comes back into the picture it's not great we'll get to meet Busy Phillips soon I know you've been excited for her Chad Michael Murray Is in the next season. Ew. (laughs) Gilmore guys always refer to him as Chad Michael Mudface. (laughs) (laughs) And so every time I say his name, it's so hard to not call him Chad Michael Mudface.
1: (laughs) All right. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you think might like it too. And leave us a five star
0: review on iTunes and on Spotify. Till next time. Bye. Open up your morning light and say a little prayer for us. You know that if we
1: are to stay alive and see the love in every.